Hi guys, welcome back to the Growth Club podcast. <laughs> How are you going? It's been about two days since I recorded my last episode. I'm just in my hometown and I'm like home alone during the day. So I'm taking advantage of that. I've been killing the unemployed aesthetic. I've done a paint by numbers and today I picked up a like bead kit and I'm making like little bracelets for my friends and stuff. Yeah, just been swimming in the pool, just been relaxing hasn't been all that rosy yesterday and i think the day before mental health was at the bottom like i just didn't want to move today i'm definitely feeling better i think running really does change things for me because i think the main thing i've done differently today is start my morning like with a run and that just made me instantly calmer and then i did other things on my list like go to the shops and stuff which The shops in my hometown give me fight or flight like you wouldn't believe. It's just that I know I'm going to see someone I know from high school or like someone that like things ended and it's just like you don't want to bump into them. So I'm always lightly sweating every time I go into the shopping center by myself in my hometown. So yeah, my mental health days are going up and down and it kind of relates to this episode, which I wanted to talk about change and adapting to it and specifically like in relation to like changing towns or cities or countries you know like schools jobs or like friends or relationships like just quite this overarching sense of change and how we react to it and of course sharing my personal experience of this and some tips along the way so let's just jump into it today so how can we define change I'm sure you all know the definition but for the sake of this So it can mean quite a few things depending on what your context is, but to it can be to undergo transformation, transition or substitution, to become different. Another definition I quite like is that change implies making either an essential difference, often amounting to a loss of original identity or a substitution of one thing for another. This is all just the Merriam-Webster dictionary. But I quite like that one talking about a changing or a loss of identity because I personally have really felt that when I've been faced with a lot of change. I think a good example of change for everyone really is the end of high school and then either going to university you know doing a trade getting a full-time job taking a gap year traveling like regardless of what pathway you go to after school it is a massive shift for everyone and I think you know society kind of just expects us to keep pushing like you know jump straight into university degree and excel you know jump straight into your work I think at least society from an Australian perspective that's kind of what you're expected to do and yes a lot of people do it and do it successfully but I don't think it's really talked about how much it kind of is a struggle and you know if people do kind of stumble a bit in that gear or they might drop out or who knows what you know sometimes people don't judge them that kindly I feel like sometimes yeah they kind of screw their nose up at this a bit when it is such a big change and there's bound to be some stumbles and as the definition says you know it can be a change or like a loss of identity and I think when you're a school student your identity is being a school student for like what is it it's like 13 years of your life and you're changing to completely new environment might be a new city or whatnot, or it's just a new building regardless, Um, new people in your life, harder, more independent study, 
this is obviously a university example because that's my lived experience but I'm sure if you pick up a trade or a job same thing new workplace new skills new kind of new expected independence um which independence is all really well and good but you know sometimes you just it's a big step it's a big step if you're lucky enough to grow up grow up in a relatively stable household I think this is as well it's like the first dose of major change in your life and I think that's why it can be so jarring and for me since leaving school I've just had change after change I still sometimes struggle with this but I know definitely at the start I really struggled with the ability to adapt to change and I know for a fact I've tried to cope with changes in very maladaptive aka like bad and not helpful ways for myself I know that when I moved cities for university I really took to drinking because I wasn't I wasn't that comfortable with moving towns I become so comfortable in my smaller regional city and comfortable in the people I was around comfortable in the toxic behaviors I was doing I was so comfortable in that toxic cycle and I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do but you know, as I said, gap years aren't really that encouraged in Australian society. Um, I'm pretty sure in some European countries, it's expected for them to have a gap year after high school and go abroad and travel. But in Australia, it's kind of like you keep going. So there was a like multiple factors. And I know I coped really bad with the change by drinking. And then obviously a major change for all of us was COVID. Um, that's a very extreme change that a lot of people probably shouldn't and won't have to face in their lifetime but we all did and once again I didn't know what to do with that change and I just yeah really drove myself into the ground with my behaviors with my drinking I was just not respecting myself and my body at all in turn that kind of I think that kind of made me fear change even more based on how badly I had been reacting to it you know once you finish your apprenticeship or your university degree or whatnot and then there's another major change where you're now no longer a student and that is a recent one that a recent change that I've gone through like I graduated any 20 end of 2022 and look I didn't go with the change well and I'm still having to face that but I don't know if it's really talked about and I don't know if I don't know if it's just me but I felt after finishing my degree as uh, quite scared it was an even more intense pressure to be independent and like now you're an adult you've got qualifications like go out into the world meanwhile I felt like still a kid still don't really know what to do with life and just feeling like an imposter like I know I graduated with that degree and I know I worked hard but at the end of it I still didn't feel qualified and as we all know I just worked for half a year, like 40 hours a week for half a year and then saved up enough money, went overseas for seven months and lived in London primarily, which wouldn't have been possible without my cousin because I don't know if Australians know, but London rent is extortionate. Like it is so expensive. It's worse than Sydney and Melbourne. It's, I swear you like leave the house and you pay money to breathe in London. But love it though, love it, only lots of love. But but yeah, I didn't really cope well with graduating and being like, fuck, I need to actually get a job, like a big girl job. And I've kind of rejected that since. Even when I was abroad, I just worked quite a casual job. And now I'm back here and 
yeah, I'm faced once again with a lot of change in that respect. During my time in London as well, I had to adapt to change. I was in a new country with virtually no one I knew except a cousin I hadn't seen for 10 years. Once again, had to adapt to that change, you know, make some new routines, find an income source, um, put myself out there a bit to find friends and it's a lot and not gonna lie it was exhausting and coming back I feel very exhausted that I just had so much change thrown at me in that seven months and I felt quite alone that I feel like I'm quite exhausted at the moment and wanting to just be comfortable and not have to face change for a bit but I hate to break it to you and me that change is a part of life and there's no avoiding it even if you stayed in the same degree and you just kept studying and studying and did postgrads or if you stayed in the same job change is still going to happen whether you're making the change consciously or life just throws you a curveball and something happens and you have to pivot because of the change so being able to adapt to the change aka adaptability is this ability to you know integrate the new information that life gives you you know we're conscious we're constantly absorbing all this information around us and our new experiences and it's kind of a way of responding to that new information and integrating it in your life and adjusting your behavior maybe your routines in order to adapt to the change that's been thrown at you For some, change may feel very easy. Personally, I'm not one of them. I just, I liked things to go to plan. I like to have a sense of control. It's just, I'm not a big fan of change. Even when I'm the one purposely choosing the change, I still don't love it. It feels yucky. It feels very uncomfortable. I get a lot of anxiety with change, but being able to adapt as I said yes it may come easy to some nevertheless it still can be a skill that we can learn and I'm trying so hard to learn it trying so hard to adapt a bit better and I'm not meaning for me it doesn't mean when I say adapting better I'm not meaning that I want to adapt faster I'm just meaning that I want to adapt like in a healthier way and kind of you know more so lean on the good coping mechanisms and whatnot versus you know repressing and just blocking it out so if you're thinking yeah same um also don't really love change which it's natural like as I said some people adapt easier than others but at the end of the day change is uncomfortable for anyone tips to adapt to change this is this sounds really gooey or whatever but you have to just give yourself time if you're like me and you're not the best with change trust me give it time and it will be fine it will be better i promise even if it doesn't feel like right now when i moved to london first day first night alone my friends had just gotten the train to get to heathrow airport and I'm in the living room by myself of this foreign apartment, living with a person who I hadn't met and hadn't seen for 10 years. But I was alone and I was just thinking, fuck, why did I do this? Like I should be with them going home right now. But the thing is, I didn't actually want to go home. It's just, I was scared of the change. But fast forward from, you know, June to 
December and it wasn't so scary anymore. Yes, I may have been seasonally depressed and the winter over there is grim, but like I wasn't scared anymore and I had actually settled in the change. I had kind of adapted, had different routines to back in Australia. I, yeah, I adapted and it wasn't so scary anymore. And the only way that that really happened was time. Time was like the main factor there. I think as well, trying to tell yourself, like reframing how you think, me thinking I'm all alone, I'm scared or like I'm all alone, how am I going to cope? Kind of reframing that to, yeah, I'm here alone, but I have the opportunity to see so many places and meet so many new people. I have opportunities to discover myself and get to know myself better and you know being alone doesn't necessarily equate to loneliness I think just like you kind of call it cognitive restructuring but essentially just whatever you're telling yourself in your mind or if you're saying it out loud and talking to yourself re rephrasing the sentence or rephrasing whatever you're telling yourself and you know shine it in a bit more an optimistic light sometimes our brain yeah it's really just like negatively biased and is going to be like telling you the worst outcome and I think it's trying to step away from that even slightly and just make it a little bit more optimistic or realistic and if you have trouble believing yourself like my example just then think about the times where you've proved that wrong look I could think back to university and be like I moved to Brisbane And I made some really great new friends that I hadn't ever known before. And the way that happened was by saying hello to strangers and putting yourself out there. And over time, you make these really great friendships. And no matter where you go, that's the case. So it's like, I did it once. I know I can do it again. So yeah, just trying to like change your self-talk a little bit. Another thing I would say is be really compassionate and try and increase your self-care, whatever self-care looks like for you don't know what it looks like for you but for me you know it's I'm going well mentally when I'm incorporating some movement that could literally be walking or running or whatever doing fitness classes like just kind of being intentional and like not letting myself rot all day consistently um because that's when I know it's bad I really do love a little hot girl walk I think for me reading as well is I enjoy it but for me it's also a self-care way because it's like a break from my phone it's a break from I don't know it's just a little break from my brain where it's like yeah I'm still being engaged and interested in what I'm reading but it's not like so stimulating like movies and social media and you know calling people self-care if I'm using the London example once again FaceTime is your best friend and whatever other self-care things for you maybe doing a skincare I know it's a bad mental health day which I'm being so honest if I can't brush my teeth like if like I'm rotting I don't brush my teeth I stay in my pajamas I I just eat like shit like those things generally indicate to me that I'm having really bad mental health day and when you're adapting to change I think you are a bit more vulnerable to having those bad mental health days because like you're all up in your head about the change so you kind of need to be a bit more diligent in doing your self-care or just like basic things that you know will make you feel better because when you're feeling better physically and 
you know, mentally kind of nourishing yourself, you have the capacity to kind of face that change better. As I said yesterday, I was not in a good way. I literally like showered at midday, changed back into a new set of pajamas, didn't brush my teeth. Like I know that's gross, but I was just rotting at home, didn't brush my teeth, like barely moved all day. Wasn't the best day. And then today I started my morning with a run, shortest run of my life. I'm really struggling with running right now, guys. Side note, it's so hot and I like, I'm so unfit after months off, off. But yeah, anyway, back to what I was saying. So I started the morning with like a run, then had a yummy, nourishing breakfast and then got ready for the day in some nice clothes that made me feel good. And then got in my car, played some tunes, got, was in the air con and then went to the shops, got the stuff I needed, got home, you know, did some painting, had some, had a nice lunch and now I've been like doing social media and podcast type stuff. So like really taking care of yourself, like doing those mechanical things can change your day for the better. And for me, it really helps me cope better with change because trust me, I'm still freaked out about the fact that I need to find a full-time job and find a rental ASAP in Australia when there is like a housing crisis. So I'm a bit stressed about that too, but just doing these things kind of sets you up to be in a positive mindset about it for the day. If you're into like um, journaling or meditating or whatever works for you, probably implement those as well like can't do any harm I personally not really into meditating but I do like journaling um and you don't have to do it every day I think those people that are like you have to do it every single morning is gonna kind of ruin the habit in a way because because some days you just like aren't feeling up to journaling and that's okay sometimes it is quite tedious so maybe yeah throw in some like mindfulness kind of things when you can and you know if you if there's some real major change that's happened in your life maybe it's a death in the family or something really quite dramatic maybe reach out to a counselor like an online counselor an in-person one psychologist your gp your friends because that is a major change and it's understandable if you're struggling to adapt to that by yourself don't be ashamed to reach out so those were some tips I'm trying to think of some more what did I do in London I think as well being around people obviously you need a balance of being by yourself and being around people but I know I don't know when I was in a completely new country different environment big thing that made it easier was people and as I said you can FaceTime people back home but you know finding people where you are there finding people that have similar interests to you so you know they're on kind of the same wavelength and I don't know just having people around like tangibly like physically just makes things feel a little bit lighter I think when you feel really really alone in the change it can be very hard to face it but when you know there are just humans around you and you know, they might have changes going in their life too, whether they're different, it just makes it easier. So change, I feel like it's important to try and adapt to it because as I said, shit happens, it's it's going to happen and it can be very hard to adapt to it because we want to be safe and we want to be f- like around things that are familiar to us. We go to such extreme lengths sometimes to stay comfortable that it's it's just crazy, like us humans we just love to be comfortable we love um and it's like in our biology that we are wired to detect 
threats and like we kind of perceive change as a threat because we don't understand it fully so yeah despite our innate nature to not want to adapt to change I think it's really important first of all as I said it's always going to happen but if you kind of try and resist it and maybe deny it repress you kind of just reduce yourself in a way I know at the start in London like I didn't really I was just like in a bad place and you really got to get out I think it limits your ability to connect with people because you're just like stuck in this little hell hole I know like creative and my hobbies really died you're just limiting your growth really because you need I don't know like you need to pivot and adapt to this change you can't just stick your head in the mud you you will end up feeling stuck if you don't adapt to the change I feel like life is gonna life makes you adapt to the change it's kind of just like whether you adapt for the better or not I'm definitely feeling it a bit right now I'm feeling quite stagnant and stuck and quite scared and unsure of the future but I'm trying to be patient and know that I will adapt to the change and I'm like trying my best you want to know one really cool thing about humans you might have heard it already but neuroplasticity so yeah I've been just waffling about change for a bit and there are tips to you know help you adapt to that change but neuroplasticity is you know scientifically proven to show that our nervous system has the ability to change and kind of rewire its pathways in response to external or internal stimuli by literally yeah like rewiring its path and connections a good example of neuroplasticity is when you're you know when you like memorize a song and all the lyrics that's kind of an example of it because you like rehearse it quite a few times you know you might look up genius lyrics or whatever and you memorize it and eventually you'll learn it and I don't know about you but that song sticks with me for years I don't know about you but if anyone pulls up Starships by Nicki Minaj or Baby by Justin Bieber I don't know how because I don't practice it anymore but I still can recite the whole song from like 10 years ago and that's an example of neuroplasticity it's pretty cool um good party trick there so while there might be different factors like environments and genetics may come into play to an extent but I'm telling you that everyone has the ability to rewire their brain and achieve neuroplasticity and I'm trying to tell you this in relation to change because if you're like you've just copped a big change in life and you're thinking how on earth am I meant to adapt and overcome and cope and pivot with this I'm telling you that your brain is very fucking cool and it will eventually find a way. A new pathway will be paved in your mind. I'm not going to go into all the like the types of neuroplasticity and the synapses and, you know, the neuron. I'm not going to go into all the like cognitive stuff, but I'm just letting you know that your brain's very smart and it really does have the ability to kind of change with experiences with interacting with things you hadn't previously interacted with in your life and it ends up functioning differently than it did before so just like your brain can kind of rewire itself you can do and I know that sounded silly because we are the result like of our thoughts from our brain but I just mean that if you if you're doubting that 
you've had this big change in your life, maybe a new job, maybe a new friend group, new relationships, move to a new town, you can and you will adapt like you have. And just because it might take time and you might not find it that easy, you will be able to get through it. That's a message for all of us, myself included. (laughs) It will work out. Just don't stick your head in the mud. Okay, so yeah, I've just talked about change today. My experiences, you know, how we adapt, what kind of hinders us from adapting. We try not to repress here, guys. Come on. (laughs) And also neuroplasticity, which is more the cognitive brain side of things. But nevertheless, I feel like it is inspiring. No matter what change you're facing right now, we can adapt to change. I know I'm feeling very uncomfortable right now in the change I'm in literally adapting to being back in Australia again feels kind of weird like I wasn't gone that long but it doesn't feel the same I felt like I was wanting to go home and like yearning for home the home feeling when I was in the UK and now I'm here I don't feel at home so I'm just dealing with that change and I know that everyone has probably some major change going on in their life so we got this we got this What's something I'm grateful for today? I'm grateful for like doing childish things. And that may sound weird, but the past few days I've just done a paint by numbers, doing beads, making like bead bracelets. I've just been swimming in the pool, patting my dog, like just doing things I did as a child and loved. And the past few days I've done them and I haven't really put any expectations on myself to do anything. And it's been really refreshing and really nice feel like it's it's just like just really good for my brain I feel like it's just giving my brain a good cleanse and I've just been doing really simple things and yeah it's felt felt nice today even just picked up the book for the book club which is linked on my Instagram um and that just felt really nice too just like going to the shops to buy a little book and my bead kit but like just just all these wholesome little things that I used to really love doing as a kid But yeah, I'll see you next week. I hope you have a great week. If there's some change going on in your life, maybe you're starting a new job or moving into a new place or whatnot, you've got this. Remember, we can adapt to change. There's methods and tips to make it easier on us. But at the end of the day, you've got this. I'll see you next week. Bye.